Greetings and salutations, Elseworlds citizens. It is Monday, July 8th, and that means it is time for Marvel Mondays. We are finally getting back to our regular scheduled programming. And as of today, let's kick it off in the right foot. My name is TJ Aquilina. I am the host of Elseworlds Citizen Podcast, and this is the podcast where we talk about obscure comics, unique news, and every now and then we explore Elseworld comics through DC, and we explore some off-the-book Marvel comics as well, and today is no exception for that, but we are going to take a little bit of a twist on it, and that is we are going to be talking about Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and Marvel, specifically Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Also on today's show, we are going to be talking about the top five do's and don'ts of comics. So, without further ado, let's begin. And first things first, we are, of course, talking about Marvel and Marvel Comics. And today, I felt that that we should uh, start by talking a little bit about Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Because for me, Marvel Ultimate Alliance as a game was something that rekindled my love for Marvel content back when I was in my later teens and I was more into video games than I was comics and I was still trying to kind of figure things out, you know, as you are right before leaving for college. And when I when I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance, that was one of the things that really spoke to me at the time. And I really enjoyed it. It came out right when I was in uh, high school, in the thick of high school. And I really enjoyed the game, but I always felt like something was missing. Even in Marvel Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, I felt like something was missing. And when I saw the trailer for Ultimate Alliance 3, something just finally clicked. And I think it's the journey that we've had as fans, as readers, as consumers of pop culture and of comics and comic book content that we finally come to a place where this kind of game, a game that you can share with more than one other person, you can play it online, you can play it multiplayer um, on the same console on Switch, really means something. And it begins to, um, you know, really just open up possibilities for storytelling and adventure when it comes to sharing it with you and your friends. And I, the colors are amazing, the character profiles are great, the art, the stylized art, uh, art look to the characters is something that really, really stood out to me, and I'm super excited for this game. Now, a big thing I, I'd say is that uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 definitely is taking a page out of Marvel. They're definitely playing up the wave of hype and love for Infinity War and Endgame by featuring the Black Order, Thanos's uh, leaders and so quote-unquote children of Thanos that lead his armies and are the ones that he, Thanos sends out to collect the Infinity Stones. And we are finally, we're finally seeing Infinity Stones at play the way they are in the comics to a degree and also doing some new things like having Magneto wield the Power Stone and having other villains be able to wield stones, and then having the Black Order wield a few stones as well, and then finally coming together to fight Thanos as well as other villains. And 
it's just it just feels it feels like finally we have a game that for a Marvel comics and especially for Marvel Ultimate Alliance that just it works it feels right and it feels like the flow of the story works well too I've loved the demos leading up to um Comic-Con and then what came out uh, not Comic-Con excuse me E3 and then what came out of E3 was also very promising so I'm excited I'm excited for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch um it looks like a really fun game and like I said for me, I'm a 90s kid, so I love the animated cartoons. And so for me, this game really speaks to me. Have Being able to stylize your character, change up the powers, the, the, the ability to change up the characters that you have on your team is also really fun. But the most important thing is that this is a collective game experience. And that was something that I missed out on in the earlier... Marvel Ultimate Alliance games because I used to just play it by myself because no one else played it and I always said something's missing and what it was was the the amazing experience I had with Halo 3 and playing Halo 3 with my friends in high school there was just something incredible about being able to play a game collectively and you weren't in the same room and you were able to go on a story-driven adventure and that was something that I really enjoyed. And so I'm excited for Ultimate Alliance because I feel like I can have that experience again, both with friends and family in the future. Now, now that we've covered a little bit of Marvel, let's go into the do's and don'ts of comics. This is a personal list that I've, collect, I've put together over my years of kind of trial and error when it comes to reading comic books and so forth and I know I've talked a little bit about this in the past but I really wanted to be able to sit down and talk with you guys about it here on the show so number one of the don'ts of comic do not buy single issues now if you enjoy your tv if you're a big tv person you like your waiting weeks if not months for each issue to come out each uh chapter of the story to come out and 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 enjoy it that way if you like that kind of system by all means don't change your system but for me it's not always the best the value of the comic is also different a lot of people used to say you know collect and a lot of people still do say collect single issues because the single issues hold more value, especially over time. And the thing is, the value monetarily is very different now than it was back in the 60s. And when you compare it to the way pop culture handles things now, there are so many prints and reprints and reruns of comics and then the volume collections as well. The value at which single issues have for the comics that are coming out of the 50s and 60s and 70s it's it's just a very different animal because they did not do collections the way they do now the technology wasn't there we didn't have as many of those big book collections like we do now and it just it there's a there's a weight to it and a value to it that is very different than the way comics are nowadays, especially with digital content. So it's just something to think about. And also price. Buying single issues is, gets very pricey, gets very expensive, especially when single issues can go for 6 to $7 each. Um, by the time you only collect two issues, you're spending close to $15, and you could just wait six months and spend the same amount for the entire collection of that run of comics. So just something to think about. 
Uh, number two, you don't have to read older comics to appreciate the new ones. This is a, a trope and a joke that often gets spun in media about comic book fans and about geeks, about the fact that um, even media spins it as you have to have read the old comics to appreciate the new ones, to understand the new ones because of all the hints and and cameos or homages to older stories. You don't have to. I certainly haven't read all every single old comic of Superman. I haven't read every single action comic. I haven't read every single Marvel comic from the X-Men from the 70s. I Same with Batman. I haven't read all the original Batman lines from even the 90s. So it's not necessary. You can appreciate all the current content we have out right now in comic books, whether it's movies, comics, or games, even if you haven't read every single original comic book that's on those top 10 lists that you see pop out from comic book news sites. You don't have to. It's not 100% necessary. You can still love the comics for what they are, even if you haven't read every single one of the OG or the ones that everyone calls the must-reads. You don't have to. You can still read up on the new comics and love them for what they are. If you want to go back and read old comics, great, but (laughs) I'm not going to judge you. And you should certainly not uh, judge yourself. Number three, don't follow media norms or friend norms when uh, reading comics. Just because the media is hyped up or if I'm hyped up on a specific line of comics doesn't mean you have to read it. It's like the old saying that our parents used to tell us. You know, if all your friends were jumping off a cliff one day, would you follow them off the cliff too? You don't have to follow that trend. It might be a trend. Maybe you wait for it to be available in the library. Or you use a new app like Graphite on, um, on the um, App Store for iOS. You can read free comics, digital comics over there, and they have some great indie comics on it. But you don't have to buy it. Or if you want to, hey, Buy it, read it, don't like it, return it. It's not that big of a deal. Um, Just make sure to hold on to your receipts. Now, what I always like to say is, you know, use a guideline. Use use the the media bursts of comic book news. Use them as a, 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 a rough guideline, but not the set in stone rule that these are the ones I have to read. Just make a list, you know, if it's in a, on a sticky note or a notepad or in your phone, on your notes app, on your phone. Just write them down. Write down the names and titles of books that you'd like to read. Or you can download the app called Goodreads, which I have. Um, and it basically, it's like your own digital library of to-do lists for books specifically. And you can keep track of things that way if you want to. But it's not a set in stone rule. Just because all the media is covering it like War of the Realms right now in Marvel Comics, everyone's hyped on War of the Realms. That's great. I followed that hype train when it came to DC Metal. I kind of paid for it in the end monetarily because buying all those single issues and all those tie-ins, it just got exhausting. But you know what? The collection came out. I I, I rented the collection out from my library, and I loved it. I'm going to do the same thing for War of the Realms for Marvel when it comes out on collection months from now. Because for me, I'd rather read it as a collective rather than issue to issue. Number four, don't be tethered to one publisher. 
explore and discover new stories and new publishers every month. Um, a lot of us tend to get into those norms. I know I do with DC Inc. And I break myself out of it. I try to, f- I force myself to read different from different publishers constantly month to month. I always choose a, at least one new publisher every month to read from. Um, now I know you're probably saying, whoa, whoa, whoa that, pro- that, that sounds like it gets expensive. I do a lot of digital comics. I do a lot of, uh, web comics as well. So, and I'm using Graphite right now, which is a hu- super useful app because uh, you can read comics for free the same way you can do manga for Crunchyroll with ads. And it's great. I'm reading from indie publishers right now that are going to be featured here on this show. So it's it's possible and you can do it. And you can read single issues through that if you want to as well. Now, number five, the last of the don'ts. Don't think that my taste in comics should be yours. I see this a lot in uh, internet uh, personalities and uh, internet commentators. They tend to generate followings that uh, tend to build towards their specific opinion. And then whenever they deviate, there's drama or there's negativity. um, And it either is to the benefit or to the hindrance of the personality or the commentator. I want to make it very clear. Just because I love comic, a specific comic, and I talk about it a lot here on the show, doesn't mean you have to like it. I mean, it might be annoying when I talk a little bit too much about these certain DC comics, but and I get that, and that's why I'm adapting. I'm adapting to to your listening techniques and things you like to hear from about, and I I just want to you know uh, set it out on the table, you know. Just because I love a certain type of comic doesn't mean you're going to love it. And it doesn't mean you have to love it. You might read a Teen Titans Raven and say, not my cup of tea. That's that's fine. You're allowed to have that opinion. And you're allowed, but you're at the same time allowed to have the open opinion of saying, was the story good? Possibly. Did I like the conclusion? Maybe not, but that's okay. That's okay. It's just like liking a specific sequence out of a movie, but not liking the entire movie. It's okay to do that. You know, you can't say the whole movie stunk because you like something out of it. But at the same time, you may not want to watch it again. And that's fair. All right. Now, the top five do's for reading comics. Uh, read volume or book editions of comics. This is, for for those of you who are very new to comics, this is something that is a personal recommendation from me from what I did when I finally got myself back into comics in my 20s. For me, this is the best way to to uh, read comics and appreciate the artwork and all the work that goes into these comics. Just the the plot lines and the the the, the planning and the structure of the stories, the structure of the panels on every page, the way the characters are drawn, the colors. It just volume and book editions give you the full picture, the full scope from start to end of each story as it's meant to be told, not issue to issue. And it, it just, it helps you appreciate it. And you might go back into single issues. You might continue in volumes. And that's all right. Number two, look for anthology comics. Now, anthology comics are probably the best way to explore original stories the most. Now, anthology comics, what they are is issue to issue. They are completely different stories. They usually run about 40 to 50 pages, depending on the comic or the publisher. And anthology comics like um, Ice Cream Man by Image Comics. 
Ice Cream Man is a horror fictional anthology series that is tethered together by what I would say are Twilight Zone-like stories. But every single chapter is a completely different story. You do not go back to any of the other characters. And this breaks you out of the cycle of the binge, you know, because it allows you to stop, think, appreciate the first chapter, and then and then move on, even if it's days after. Number three, uh, drop a comic or return a comic if you don't like it. I was saying this just before uh, while discussing our don'ts. Um, it's okay to give up on a comic. It no one's gonna blame you. You know your friends might have differing opinions, but you shouldn't be upset. You shouldn't feel bad about having to drop it. Storyline didn't go where you wanted it, where you, you thought it would, or it didn't finish the way you expected, and it wasn't entertaining for you. It wasn't informative, and it wasn't to what you hold dear when it comes to good storytelling, at least from what you might know. And that's all right. Now, it's a completely different thing to say, you know, you read a comic that's completely different from anything you've ever read, and you're unsure. You don't know if you like it. You don't know if you dislike it. When something like that happens, I would say put the book down and give it a week. Don't even touch it for like a week. Do everything else. Read other books. Watch other movies. And then that Saturday after that week passes, sit down, pick up that comic, and read it again. If you don't like it after the second full read, then return it or find someone that would like to, you know, maybe buy it off you. Um, Number four, pre-order the collections, pre-order the volumes, pre-order the book editions. Pre-orders, whether they be through your comic book stores, Barnes and Nobles, or Amazon, will almost always be cheaper than buying them day of, unless the comic book store has a specific sale. Um, it's always, you're always going to save at least five to 10, I would say close to five to $10 off of each collection when you pre-order. Um, you're going to save money. You might not think, excuse me, uh, you might not think it at first, but you will save money over time. Uh, it's the same way with like gas stations when you're getting the gas on certain days, it will save you money. Um, so yeah, just look out for pre-orders. If even if an artist on Twitter or something announces a pre-order, go check it out. Check on that price, and then look back on older issues from that same publisher or so forth that you had bought in the past. And I guarantee you, there will be at the very least a five dollar difference on the pre-order price compared to the launch price. Um, and then finally, stay open to new or different stories. Just because you don't like it now doesn't mean you will dislike it in the fu- in the future. Like I was saying before, about ties a little bit back into number three of our dues. Right? It's okay to drop a comment if you don't like it. It's always okay if you if you're unsure. Give it a week, then pick it back up. If you don't like it after a week, that's fine. Find a way to you know get rid of it. Don't don't dispose of it. Don't throw it away. Don't recycle it. Give it to someone else to read. If if you know someone who likes comics, or return it to the store that you bought it from. Uh, Make sure it's in the allotted time, usually about 30 days. Usually they allow for returns uh, within 30 days. Or sell it. Find someone that's interested in buying comics off you. So that's everything I have for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. 
please make sure to leave a good review on Apple iTunes. And if you are listening on Anchor, uh, go ahead and shoot me a message. You can even send me voice messages that can be featured right here on this show. If you want to stay tuned for more, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at ElseworldCiv, and you can follow us on Instagram at ElseworldCitizen. And again, I'm your host, TJ Aquilina. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TheTGAqua. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a good rest of your start of your week. And as always, have an Elseworlds state of mind, have an open mind, and I'll see you right back here on Wednesday. <laughs>